Welcome to the MCO Advisors Podcast. In this episode, Ryan and Corey talk about how important it is to continuously market throughout the year. They give advice on generating ideas for content and when to post. Curiosity and interest has been peaked. Good. And I knew I didn't have to give you any heads up as we haven't been doing that any morning anyway. Um, But this one I knew would be easy to talk about. And I wanted to go over it for two reasons and stick to two points. And that is kind of why marketing is on the back burner. So I want to talk about kind of having a system in place that makes sure while you're getting business, you're still marketing because I don't think it should shut down. And then the second one is I noticed that people feel like it's the end of the year. I don't have to do anything anymore. And they're already thinking for 2021, which is good to prepare and plan. But I don't think people should be giving up at the end of the year. So why don't we dance around those two talking points and uh, kind of create a show out of that? Let's not dance around them. Let's uh, head on here. So let's just take the first one or the second one you just mentioned, address it first, get it out of the way. Um, Mm -hmm. Shared with you and uh, our group something yesterday, which was that this period of time provides a lot of people an opportunity to take their foot off the gas and take a break. For many people, that break is needed and necessary. And this is a conversation that applies to this show as well. And you and I have talked about that. And it makes me think that I need to eat my own dog food and take my own advice here. If you are looking to scale the business you're in, taking a break while others are taking a break is probably not the best idea. Doubling down while there's less noise and less chatter is probably the better idea. Yeah. And again, I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad. Um, you know, we, we had somebody email us and say, we're, we're, not, we're not marketing right now. We're having a record month. And I was thinking, well, you know, that's what marketing I would hope do for you. So if you're hitting your record month anyway, I'm not saying you don't need it. I'm just saying that's great. You know, pay attention to to your new relationships and getting ready for the onboarding and all that stuff. But that's where I led into the first question was, uh, you know, how early should somebody start to get a position or a plan in place or a structure in place for their marketing to make sure it stays consistent? Because one of the things that I remember going through while I was an advisor Uh, specifically licensed for the last six years was it felt really good when business was coming in and it's hard to market when nothing's coming in because you don't feel the value. But that's really what you're doing is putting in the equity for marketing for future dollars. I think a lot of times as advisors, we feel the sales coming in or somebody onboards and we get comfortable and then we get a little bit lazy and people aren't marketing as much because you feel the success right there. But really when you're marketing, you're constantly planting those seeds, not to say things don't come through right away, but you're usually planting those seeds for the future. Look, I don't want to sit here and tell someone who's having a record month and has a stable business and provides a lot of value to their clients that, you know, the whole thing can go to shit if they don't stay marketing. The bottom line, though, is that marketing is not a light switch. It's not an on-off game. If anything, it's the least um, on-off activity you can perform in your business. You can dig in and be a you know, a more organized person in at work. You can dig in and be more into a certain um, aspect of your business. It is very difficult to turn marketing on and off like a light switch. Like I, I, we use the analogy all the time. I'll be quick and brief with it, but go, it, you haven't done push-ups in a while. Go do, go rattle off 25 push-ups. Let me know how that goes. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think that's a great way to put it. Or, you know, you're thinking about running a 5K, uh, you know, go, go try one and, and like see how far it goes and what happens. And that's just, that's again, it's, it's, it's the easiest analogy, but it is true. So one of the things I want to keep it around is constant activity and staying yep. consistent, even if you're in the holidays and even if you're not ramping up, you know, even if you're toning down, you know, and I'm not saying jump on live Christmas Day and make sure you're answering people's financial questions. It's more of just plan a little bit, put out some videos, keep your posts up. Just don't stop right now. Keep keep your name in front of everybody uh, because the same thing that I feel now is that a lot of people are, whether you're onboarding or not, they're also building up. A lot of people are busy and maybe a lot of people like to work with people in the new year. They feel comfortable starting that new thing. Well, uh, this year's shot. I'm just going to wait for next year to do my thing. And, and your marketing and staying top of mind, I think right now is extremely important, especially because everybody's going to be home for the holidays and not big family gatherings. There's going to be some, but not as much. And I think that's going to be a lot more people on their phones and stuck in a in a quarantine like mode, and even if they are together, people are on their phones anyway. So. Boy, you're just railing topics today. One, I mean, if there's ever been a holiday season where there's going to be more attention spent on your phone and you're bored out of your mind, it's going to be this one. Uh, you know, next is think about LinkedIn on Monday morning. How busy it is! It's between seven and nine thirty. It is everyone's trying to get everyone's attention. What do you think happens the first week in January? Like it's going to be a zoo. It's it's like the Black Friday of, of social media. Like everyone's out trying to get the deal, trying to get the attention. Um, so to taking your foot off the gas now and then jumping back in in the first week when everyone's at the you know trying to trying to make their New Year's resolution. I'm going to be a better marketer. You're probably not going to have. I mean, you you will not have the audience that you would have had two weeks ago. And then the last point I'll make just on that before we dig in even deeper, which we can is they call it drip marketing for a reason. I hate the, the phrase and the term because it's so easy and people toss it around. But, you know, your brand has to stay top of mind with people. And it's not like you have to be the most consistent and, and barrel down. And this has to be the busiest time of year for you. But don't please, for the love of God, don't stop marketing. Yeah. And I'll, jump, I'll throw in a comment right here for, for Michael Gordon, who's going to be our for Mike, you know, as he introduced yeah. himself. So I kept calling him Michael. But either way, however the hell you go by, um, for, the, for those that don't market and have a large business, at some point, there will be issues, retention of next-gen assets, attracting next-gen talent, et cetera. And I really like that point. And that's the thing that I love that you brought up. And especially, I want to harp on the talent part. Branding goes farther than most people realize. A lot of advisors out there brand for themselves and you don't know how many people would be dying to work for you. And you could have a talented kid coming out who could be your right hand that helps you get your business to the next level, whether they stay there or not, because there's somebody who can take on the responsibility and can actually learn because they're living in that world too. I think a lot of people are afraid to hire because you never know what you're going to get. But branding, bringing that brand can also bring you opportunity in that sense. It's not always about clients and going after next gen assets and not knowing who's going to see you marketing to the kids. You know, the, the web of marketing and, and the fact that I think marketing is kind of planting your tree in the ground, then roots start to grow and branches and things like that. And it just it's a never ending thing where you can't always quantify unless you talk to somebody and they say, hey, I just saw this video on LinkedIn and that's why I'm calling you right now. Or I just listened to your podcast. That's why I'm coming in. It can't always be quantified, but it's there and it's always working. And that's why we say keep going. That's generally never going to happen in a services business. Unless you're selling HVAC units or, you know, $89 spring cleaning, you know, HVAC situations, no one is going to move over 
their life savings to you based on one video, one interaction, or you know, two interactions. It, that's a branding game, and that is so important in this in this industry. I mean, it's right. you build trust through brand. Right. And I agree. And it could spark a phone call. You never know. Because there is a time when people hear something and they're, that sounds good. They're not thinking in their head like, that's so smart, I'm going to roll over all my money. But they're <laughs> thinking, that's so smart, I'm going to call that person. And then you you get them on the phone and you impress them even more. And then they go, you know, this is where I want to be. I feel comfortable. And it does work. You know, so I, I don't want people to think that you you have to know somebody for six months to a year to two years. But that does happen a lot, too. So everybody, I think, has their different pattern. And that's why I like to think about two, two aspects of marketing. You're always top of mind. So you're there when people are ready. And you're also adding in the special aspects of whether you're planning or your knowledge or whatever you have that creates the demand that adds on top of that, of where you're actually getting people to work with you who weren't ever expecting to, but they were, you know, they're, they're impressed by your message. Yeah. And let's quickly, one, like I love to use the word quantify. You can't quantify uh, what you're the, the branding game in financial advisor marketing. And in, in the same vein, um, you know, I'm just, I, I lost my train of thought here, but I had a really good point that I wanted to make. So <laughs> forgive me as, I, okay. as I try to, yeah, I'll, I'll come back to it because I'm, I'm okay. sure it'll come back to me. I'm sure. Um, so th- those two topics came to me, you know, just because somebody said like, you know, we're, we're literally putting marketing our, our marketing plan on the back burner. Um, <clears throat> again, fine. It's perfectly fine. Uh, but it does go to show it's the same thing that I think about investing, especially as you want to be ready. And they will be next time, I'm sure. I'm sure when things settle down, they'll start get, putting their marketing in place to prepare for this situation. What I tell everybody is don't expect record months, but prepare for them in the sense that activity like onboarding can be stressful and difficult. If you're even having two new relationships at the same time going through a planning process, depending on who you focus on can be pretty pretty robust. You're doing the planning, you're having the meetings, you're relaying the information, you're physically actually moving assets if it gets to that point. Maybe you're doing products and, and insurance and things. Some of these onboarding can, can, can sometimes can take a month. If you have two or three people in the hopper and you're all moving over at the same time, I think it can feel really stressful. It's very easy for activity to fall and to go flat. And then you realize, you know, maybe you'll get record months and you're always going to get those referrals. But that's why I like the I always talk about the marketing as like the protein shake to the workout. It just helps your business doing like what it's already doing. And if you're having record months and you're not marketing, it means your message is really strong. It means that you're really good with people. And it means whatever you're delivering them in the meeting room should be out into the world in some way. And that's that's what I stress people to do is figure out a way to get that message and that value that you provide to your clients out into the world consistently, even at the point to where you're busy. Because you don't want activity to die just because you're making money. Yeah, when you have the momentum, that's the time to shoot the steroids into it. Yeah, exactly. And it builds on itself and it keeps going. So when you stop, like like we were talking about this, moving around the website and cha- changing things and, and shutting it down while we were deciding. But that ki- I, you could feel almost the, the change in momentum at the end of the year and all that stuff too. But just... Just And I felt like I was slowing down as we were thinking about it and wondering what we were doing. I was putting out less content and I could feel myself slowing down. I was like, this isn't the way to operate. This isn't what I can do. And we're all human beings. So we do the best we can, you know, but yeah. at the end of the day, we got to, we, we, we got to stay as consistent as we can um, because you never know when success is coming. And so I feel like it's always right there when people stop. I'm empathetic to the point of, you don't want to overwhelm somebody. So they're onboarding, they're having their best month. 
the last thing they can do is, or, or that they literally have the capacity to do is, is take human capital off of onboarding new clients. Like I understand that. Yeah. So when they come to us or shoot you an email and say, marketing is going to be a next year endeavor. We're just, we, we, we're pausing right now. We can't do it. I just want to clarify like the word marketing. Like, yes, of course, when we look at marketing from a global scale, we want to be doing it consistently 24 seven, thinking about it all the time. You have your own staff that's working on it. Like most people aren't at that level. Marketing just at a basic level is every day just put something out into the world so that someone sees your brand and who you are. That's it. Just will one person in the universe based on some activity see who you guys are on a daily basis? That's that's the minimum. That's that's the easiest thing to do. Yep. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of specifically in this situation, too, I think these guys are looking for more social media. I think a lot of guys are looking to beef up on social media. Um, which they're already doing well, you know, and I think there's always things people can help you with, you know, but maybe clarifying your message or, or sometimes when we're talking to people, they're like, I don't know how to say this. And then they, and then they say it. And I was like, well, say it like that, you know, and it's mm-hmm. just sometimes guiding people. Um, so I think mostly social media, but there's a lot of aspects to marketing. Like you said, there's a lot of things that you can do and things you can work on. And I, I will always tell you to focus on your, your current relationships. It's the whole reason you're here is to actually do your job. Um, I'm, I'm just harping on the fact of, preparing, especially in this case, because I know they have people that they can build a team. I don't know how many, but the idea for me, as soon as they came to me, what I would say is what I want to do is get an infrastructure in place to make sure that you're consistent based on what happened to you in November. So let's Mm -hmm. talk about November. Let's talk about how many people you have capable of distributing human capital to each thing, what you're already doing with your posts and how how to go from there. Uh, And that's the first thing I would say. So We'll, we'll hopefully get there. And how much fun is it for somebody to write an email and say, sorry, I can't start marketing right now. We're having way too much business. That's the best, pro- that's the best problem. And such, yeah. a, such a fun email to get. I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy for them and everybody who's, who's successful. I, um, it's, it's, it's a fun time and I'm glad at the end of the year, you know, they're, they're getting that and being able to help a few extra people. Cause I know they're good hey, look, people. Cause I know without them. knowing specifically who you're talking about and, and who this is, um, I can imagine how my reaction would be to having that problem. And that would be, Ryan, we've got to hire more help because whatever is working or has worked, let's pour, let's just double, triple down on that. Yeah, maybe. And probably you're right. You know, because if you're, if, if the idea is out of your mind, then, then you may be maxed in terms of what you're doing, or maybe it just depends on, on how you're operating and, and who's doing what. So it, it just depends. Um, and again, sometimes I can even go as far to say, you don't have any time. Well, now I want you to write a post on the toilet. You know what I mean? Like if you're sitting down going to the bathroom, like write a write a five minute post or something like that and just 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 put out a thought into the world. That's the kind of stuff where it's to talk about how how you've been helping people. Talk about your record with relationships and say, I'm sorry, I can't get to everybody right now, but we're, we're having a record month. I don't know why this happened. Or, you know, you don't have to brag about it, but you can talk about it and, and say those things. People like to hear about successful stories and people like to know businesses are growing. It feels good when everybody's trying. You know, sometimes I think it could sound like bragging, but really, I think it feels good when you see other people growing when it's real because it gives you hope um, that there is enough people out there. It reminds you of the abundancy of, of money in the world and that everybody, you know, has an opportunity to have months like that. 
There's a, I agree with that. I mean, look, there's a trick that I use and I know other marketers that are really successful use. And I don't know that this can be applied to everybody because it depends on your personality and how you kind of detach your brain from the activity that you're doing. But if you can find activities that create you to be able to kind of go into a subconscious, I'm not talking like a deep meditation, but my point is like when you're running, when you're mowing the lawn, when you're, um, you know, it, when you're in the shower, when you're in places where you're not thinking, you're not applying like actual, like, and, and you're drifting, mm-hmm. if you start to allow yourself to come up with or think about creative marketing things, they actually, those are that, that begets the next idea. And then the next time you're doing that subconscious activity, your brain starts to just go there. And it's a really incredible way to start generating ideas. And the key and the unlock to that is the second you have a minute to get to your phone and write a note or on a piece of paper, you have to do it because it disappears very quickly. The second you jump out of the shower, get off the lawnmower, get off the treadmill and your kid or your wife or the door, someone's at the door. The second anything distracts your brain and makes it um, have to pay attention, you lose that thought. And it's a really funky place to be. And anyone who knows what I'm talking about can, can think about that and feels it. And that's a really great, um, that's, I've always found that the best way to generate new ideas. Yep. Zach, jump it in. Talk about efficient time management, making the most of every number too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's call it. Let's call it. Let's call it poop posting. <laughs> Jeez, off the rails. Uh, okay. Um, let's not. Let's not call it that. <laughs> let's call it something else. Uh, uh, yeah, that's my marketing strategy. Yeah, I think that's clay. I like to jump over. I can see it on here, but not on here. So that's verified clay. Um, I'm glad we're helping you guys. <laughs> I'm glad we're providing you the cutting edge advice that you need to survive, not only at the end of the year, but forever and on the toilet. So while we're while we're talking about 2021, should we save this? Should we save that topic? I don't really want to drag it into. We could say marketing for 2021. Like on no, there's no reason to have a second show within a show. Yeah, I just yeah, I would leave it. I felt like it was going. Okay. So that's that's kind of it, guys. Like keep it up, obviously consistency we always say posting yeah that's I don't know. well done Cody I think I like that yeah it's and it's it's I feel like it's LinkedIn um I think you guys should all put the posts that you come up with in your app and then post them at a later time so that when I see them down the road I'm not correlating them to another point in time of the day yeah yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh that's funny uh okay so appreciate you guys um, all, as always, get your questions in. Tomorrow, we're going to have a great guest. It's, it's going to be Mike. We're going to be talking about whether independent is good or not, when it is a good situation, what the cost could be, why you would go there, why you wouldn't go there. I don't just want to harp on independent and beat everything else up because I do think everybody fits in a, situa- a certain situation. I think it depends on your personality and who you are. And um, and especially for me coming from independent, it's definitely get some help, but it felt very entrepreneurial still. So it's something that we'll go over. I think it's entrepreneurial everywhere when you're a financial advisor, but it's the difference between possibly getting a salary or not. So it depends where you end up. And there's a lot of great people you can talk to, like Mike Gordon, who can help you know set you up and, and talk to you about things like that. So uh, we're going to have him on the show. Bring all your questions, um, wondering what it's like on either side, what it may be like at a Merrill Lynch, what it may be like at Edward Jones, what it really feels like when you're at LPL, things like that. And I don't know if he has experiences with those specific industries, but I know he does BDs and hybrids and independent. So uh, that's going to be tomorrow. It's going to be an awesome show. 
Um, really excited to have that. Bring all of your fun questions. You just mentioned Merrill Lynch. I, I don't, I mean, let's we'll end the show here, but I've taken a few screenshots of some canned posts that some mm-hmm. Merrill Lynch advisors have put out there. Mm-hmm. Boy, they take a much different marketing tract and tact than I would. It's like really that 1%, <laughs> horse shit that they put out in the world. It's a, I, I saw it's like bad. a fancy, fancy no, European car and it was like, it was, I was really taken aback by that. It's their canned marketing content. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's very interesting when, uh, I, I, I mean, where you're going is about you as an advisor. So I think every person can be set up differently. The constrictions and what you get, I think sometimes it's just about getting started and making money. I don't want you to be like, you're, you're going to fail unless you have access to social media. Um, it, the, 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 the industry is still very old and I think you should have more flexibility than you do. And I personally would never constrict myself or go to a place like that. But it doesn't mean you wouldn't, person who's listening who's not me. So that's why we're going to bring Mike on so he can talk about stuff like that. I don't want to play him to be a specific person who makes everybody go independent. I'm sure that's not what he does. He provides the, he, this is what he said to me and I thought it was the greatest lead and I'll end it here. He provides the mirror so that you can see around the corner when you're trying to see what the other side looks like. And that was the greatest way to put it. And I love that. And I, I almost want to steal that for, something that we do but i'm gonna i'm gonna leave it with him somehow so so with, with that with that being said um we'll catch you guys tomorrow at 9 30 as always and we look forward to seeing you here awesome have a good day guys bye thank you for listening we hope that you find value in this show we hope that you find value in MCO advisors you finding success means everything to us if you found value in this show please leave us a rating thank you all Talk soon.